Hey, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Dan and the Creators. Today, our guest is my friend, Fern. Uh, Fern is a man of many hats and one half of the group social club, Misfits. Please welcome my dude, Fern. What's up, dog? Welcome. Hey, man. I hope it's not going to be a big deal if I have this uh, Nature Valley Crunch Granola Bar on set. On on set. I like how pro you are. Is yeah. that is that is that like you hear it? Oh, I sure do. I would Ooh. prefer doing it so fire. Do it. Just do it closer to the mic, like like this or something. You know. Hold on. Let me see. I'm just gonna break it in half. I don't know. <laughs> it, that was so weak, dude. What's up, man? <laughs> what was weak? My crunch. The crunch. Sound? The crunch. I thought you'd be able to hear the crunch. It's so crunchy. It's all over my floor, but you didn't hear it, and I crunched no. it in half. Yeah. How about this? How about this? Oh shit! That's loud. Yeah, there you Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, we did it. That's a lot, dude. I tell you what, um, I feel like a lot of those companies make things not not satisfyingly crunchy, but satisfying to vacuum. What's up? It's with that? so funny. That's the one you always say, "Hey, man, I'm never eating that one again." It's like all on the floor, and that's the main <laughs> one. That's the one that shows up. It's the it's the one that won't go away. It's supposed to be 30, natural. I got thirty pack, <laughs> <laughs> and nobody wants to eat them because they're gross. They leave them for dad. My kids leave them for me. <laughs> what it, you they think do they're is... doing me a favor, but uh, oh yeah, well, oh dad, you, you can have this one, dad. <laughs> I'm used to it now. I'm like, thanks. What you need to do, bro? Here, oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. You find the real snack that you're into, and you put it in the Nature Grain Valley box. Absolutely, the old switcheroo. You got like a colada and a tostada hiding in the box. Gotta do it. I'm actually gonna do that right now. <laughs> I'm signaling to my wife secretly to come <laughs> over so she could <laughs> so she can start this adventure. Bro, um you they have do you have a Vicky's by you or Vicky's? Vicky's is At, the one. I you know what? Like um it's Vicky's bakery, but ironically enough, I have a bootleg one called Vicky's Bakery. Right by me, dude, and it's just yes. as good. And it's like uh, mom and pop, super, super mom and pop. Um, and That's so they up. have they have everything, croquetas, empanadas, everything. I'm like, what? I thought it was the real one the whole time. My wife's like, "That's not Vicky's." I'm like, I don't know. I'm here. <laughs> I'm going back. It tastes good, like as your mouth is full with snacks. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, what's gonna call it? Do, don't you? I mean, so off uh, in in. I won't, I won't say specific streets or whatever. I don't want to out you, but <laughs> you're aren't you kind of by a Sedanos down there? Yeah, absolutely. You know, ironically enough, I never go there. I uh, I also I have a Win Dixie uh, used to be here, and now it was taken over. It's actually them; they're the parent company, but it's called Fresco. So that's the equivalent of a Sedanos, and that's even closer to me. Uh, uh-huh. But I'm surrounded by two Publixes. Dude, but Publix doesn't have that counter like Sedano's does. Nah, listen, I'm telling you, the Fresco, though, is absolutely legendary. I got Cuban women working there, OGs. Um, they're serving up the coffee super early in the morning. Oh, Really? Top tier. Absolutely. This pre pre-coronavirus, I remember going in there and, uh, and uh, starting to enjoy some of that. And then I stopped being able to go and my kids a couple little breakfast treats you know to school a couple times i was able to i was able to be there a couple times but i love fresco um the equivalent of a sedano's but sedano's is sedano's so we all know if you know you know if you know you know yeah exactly 
You just, yeah. you got, yeah, you just got to know. So, anyways, what's going on, man? How you been? I'm good, man. Um, I'm feeling good, man. I got to be honest. This is the best I've ever felt, probably in the last, you know, couple months. You know, we've all been, we've all been, you know, living and living through this different, uh, you know, normal. I guess you want to mm-hmm. say, or you could say, um, but you know, for the most part, I've been blessed, man. I've been able to. I've been able to make it through strong. Uh, I'm standing firm. I'm standing real strong for my kids. They nev- I, I never let them see their dad worrying or let them see their dad, you know, in fear. Um, do I have my private moments? Yes. Do I have my times with my wife that together we we get together and we talk and we, you know, kind of hash things out about how we've been feeling and, you know, with this whole situation, keeping our mental, you know, kind of elevated as much as possible. And it's so beautiful um, and I'll say right from the jump that um, uh, uh, speaking to my wife, you know, you know, probably just in our little room, the little studio with the lights um, kind of down low and just processing together. And like I've literally felt, you know, my spirit calm down, mm. you know, what mm-hmm. I'm saying just communication, beautiful communication in a time like this. You'd be surprised how, how how beautiful, but but how simple it is. And and it just helps you calm down. A lot of us going through some anxiety. Um you know, and I've realized it. And once I realized it, and I really realized what the symptoms were. Um, I really started to, you know, pray and really started to, you know, like try to really decipher what was going on, even though, you know, ultimately I realized that it was all in the father's hands. So I just had to fall back. I had to, you know, literally, I promised that I didn't even want to just take up the time like this, but I feel like I have this to say, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, like uh, I started... I don't know how it got into my DM, but somebody sent me this dope video um, by this older gentleman, and he just broke down anxiety so hard. I'm going to send it to you. Maybe you could put a clip to yeah. it um, on the podcast. It was so beautiful, and, uh, you know, it was just so timely. Like, God knows exactly what I needed, and he knows that, you know, my mind can ramble on, and my mind can just go so many different places. Um, so he knows also, and that's the beautiful thing about God knowing my heart. He knows the the things to send my way, the things that are going to bless me. I consider them God winks when I find them. And, you know, the last couple of days I started feeling the freest I've ever felt after going through a couple episodes of serious anxiety. Um, And it just kind of like takes over your body, even, even crippling, even um, that you have to just lay down. Yeah, I can. You know what I mean, Dan? Like panic um, attack, man. And it's awesome to know, you know, yeah, man. And so I've really been going through some situations and you know at the end of the day a lot of it has been private it's just been me feeling it and like I don't want to overwhelm you know anybody so for the most part I just been getting into the word and like I said before the reason I I make sure to say it again is because that's been the only thing sustaining me um as far as that um it's really been calling on the name of God, calling on the name of Jesus, even those, I mean, some of the listeners aren't necessarily in the same belief systems because we love everybody that's part of the subscription on this podcast. But I, I just got to let you know what's going on with me, how I've been. Able yeah, to I love it. it. Sure, sure, um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I just been, I just been reading more. I just been calling on God more. I've been listening to more, you know, um, just more talks and more things that are edifying my spirit and things that will make me, you know, uh, remind myself i'm constantly reminding myself of of things that i'm grateful for and that's one of the main things that you know people who suffer from anxiety or go through episodes like this um i want to remind you whenever you're going through an episode you quickly quickly remind yourself of the things that you're grateful for 
quickly remind yourself that you know Jesus is your savior, your healer. He's he's our he's our doctor. And I start saying that I was telling my friend, man, I was telling my friend, he hit me up, man. I'm not gonna say his name, but he hit me up. And he's going to the doctor and everything. He's an essential worker in New York. And he's going to the doctor and everything because he, he was feeling symptoms from COVID-19. And he's going to get tested today and everything. Um, but I stood in the paint with him right through the DM. I told him, man, because he's been with us since day one, you know, with the music. He's always been a fan. He's always been there. And I told him, listen, you've been there since day one. And I just want to tell you, I'm standing with you. I'm praying with you. Um, you're not alone. And I gave him some breathing exercises. I know this is mad random, but I got him from that video that you put a link to. Um, there was some breathing exercises. And why it's so legendary is because while you're going through an episode like this, the breathing exercise, uh, the breathing exercise goes like this. You breathe in and you say Jesus, right? And then you breathe out saying, you're my savior. You breathe in Jesus. You breathe out, you're my savior. And you could flip it up. You could switch it. Jesus, you're my healer. And you start to calm yourself down, taking deep breaths. And at the same time, you can still get into the presence of the Lord. So that's what like uh, was real beautiful about it. It was just a beautiful exercise. And um, when you guys see that video, you'll really see what it was all about. But it was able to like really calm me down in situations um, that I felt a little bit anxious. And you know what I has really helped me a lot. Now, I know this sounds really simple, and I know this sounds like, oh, my God, you should have been doing that, but I wasn't doing that. Um, I literally stopped watching the news. I haven't watched yeah. the news in four days. I, Dan, <laughs> I promise you. And, and and you know what? It's not really, it's not like every day. It's not like every day, but when it hits, it hits. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, you know, and being at the, at the house and, you know, just thinking about the future as a musician and just seeing an article on Complex that said, you know, uh, they did a poll and seen a lot of uh, concert goers wouldn't, wouldn't necessarily go to another concert until a vaccine came out. And me as a, as an artist, man, I look, I look forward to doing concerts, yeah. you know, shout out to all the fans. I miss doing your concerts. I miss going out. But, you know, it's a different world. And, yeah. and you know, we can start right here. Uh, the, the world's going to change. It's going to be the same, but very different. Oh, dude, yeah, absolutely. And I, I mean, I think I think it's a it's an important thing to, like you were saying, one, yeah. become aware of your own social or your own anxieties. Right. Like because because if you're having anxiety and you don't know about it, you're just like, why am I so pissed off all the time or, you know, whatever. It's good to become aware of it. Like, oh, well, this is a thing, like not just something that's in my head. I'm not cra going crazy, right? And then two, learning to deal with it and cope with it. I mean, through uh, through your faith, through reaching out to friends, whatever it is. There's there's a lot of things. I think the 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 one of the things that is is so helpful too is like having that tangible person who can help talk you kind of off the cliff. Like even the fact, bro, that you got your girl, right. And you guys can have yeah. that, that those quiet moments. It's been the most amazing thing, man. That's yeah, why, man, I mean, God even foresaw. Yeah. God seen that man would yep. be going through this stuff and, and his wife would help him out in so many different ways. Yeah, man. Well, and I, yeah, I definitely believe like the Lord gives us what we need. You know, like, I think, I think it, 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 even though many times it may not feel that way and sure as hell when you're having a panic attack, does it feel like you have what you need? But I think, I think there's, there's definitely like ways out and you know, it, it's so complicated now. I feel like is the answer because I don't really know the answer for everyone because some people experience things in such an extreme fashion 
or there's yeah. the ke- the chemical aspect of it too. It's not just like, oh, you you have to like calm down. For many people, that that could very much be the case of yes, controlling your breathing, having that. I mean, I had early on, I had a very bad panic attack, the worst I've ever had in my entire life, and yeah. my hands were shaking. I was about to pass out. I called one of my best friends. Yo, yeah, it was bad. That's the one. Those are the ones, man. Yeah, man. That's the one I had back in February. Yes, sir. Man. Man. I'm sorry. And that's the Like, anyways, I called my friend and he just really helped, like, talk me off with the proverbial ledge, if you will, you know, just like really Absolutely. ground me. And, like, and then he prayed with me after we, before we hung up the phone. It was amazing. It's like exactly what I needed. But um, I remember going through something similar like that in February, man, and I felt like I was gonna pass out. Ugh. Um, and it was that was my first one, dude. That was that's what I'm saying. Like my, I believe, I believe I was already having like my mind kind of like um, you know, now I don't wanna say poison, but kind of like overwhelmed. I think they were already talking about coronavirus at that time. Yeah. So um, I think that was my first panic attack or my first anxiety um experience was like right around the time they started really talking about it and then maybe maybe just two other ones since like i said um that have happened since have been during this this time and and for the most part i gotta say it again i've seen a calm in in my whole body like my body was so tense it was like always feeling like it was on you know what i'm saying and uh and ever since i stopped watching the news for since since uh saturday night jeez bro and I feel, dude, it's crazy. Million we've been times in this. Better. We've been in this for. I mean, by the time this comes out, it'll be over. But right, currently, it's like six weeks. And yeah. you're telling me, like, four days ago, you stopped listening to the news. No, you. Here's where I'm at. Like, I once I realized that a lot of it could have been coming from that. Like, I was, like I said, I'm new to this, and I, I don't want to say like, oh, welcome to the club. But what I'm saying is, my experiences are new. So yeah, I'm not I was, I was, a, I was an avid, I was an avid news watcher. You know what I'm saying? So even you know, going through a little bit of anxiety at the time, yeah. I didn't realize, I didn't have the knowledge to know it was coming from that. Uh, you know what, what I'm saying? What I'm, what I'm, all I'm saying is, is, is hear me yeah. out. Is I'm saying how crazy it is that with like. Four days of no news, you're noticing a massive difference oh, no, immediately. in your mental health. That's like that's insane. Like it's insane, bro. It blew my mind, Dan, for real, crazy. bro. Like I'm literally like I literally feel my, a different body, a different body tone. Like my body was like, you know, you just feel yeah. tense. Yeah. Dog. Like you feel like the blood boiling in you. I'm like, yo, what the heck? <laughs> that's I mean, don't look at the news, people. <laughs> and then, and no, no, I ain't gonna lie, man. God, guys, I mean, like, if you guys, for all my friends that trust in God, like, turn the news off for a week. Like, Dude. leave the com- leave something in the comments. Like, yo, he was right. I, I mean, everyone, like, <laughs> you could be the yo. biggest atheist. Do yourself a favor and turn the news off. <laughs> yeah, turn the news off. I don't care where you're from. Turn it off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's so. It's just. It, what you know? What's funny too is like. Well, not, I don't know about funny is the right word, but like, okay, now it's so weird, right? This new normal or whatever we're calling it is so weird. We have the opportunity to realize how much of an impact something like turning off the news can do. Whereas normally yeah. life is so just chaos, crazy, 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 crazy. We don't pay attention. I watched the news for years and never would have ever thought to turn them off. Right. I, didn't exactly. need to. I never had, I never had a situation that made me feel like that. Totally. So it's, it's kind of, yeah. it's kind of like, 
I I very hesitantly say uh, special about referring to this time because I know that I'm safe in my home, I'm comfortable. That is not the case yeah. for many people. So my empathy. Yeah, I like, always like to outline that too. Yes, you know. Yeah, so, but uh, under under the realm of like my empathy for and feeling for people who are suffering, mm-hmm. like at the same time there can be some really special things. And one of them I think is being able to realize how special it is that we can notice things like things that are negatively affecting us and then pushing them out of pushing them aside or taking them out of our lives or, you know, like, I mean, and that could even be something simple like toxic friendships or something. Like if there's someone who's just like taking from you, but they're always around you and you never noticed, you know, like, like emotionally, you know what I'm saying? It's been a whole emotional roller coaster, man, ever since, uh, you know, for the most part, we've never been, and I said this on my show, we've never, you know, we've never been shut down the whole world, global, uh, at the same time, everybody literally, um, you know, what I, I call that leveling out the human yeah. playing field then. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Everybody was the same. Like, every every actor um, is at the same level as every uh, up and coming actor or every or every aspiring actor. Like we're all at home with our bathroom white wall or our green screen that we got at Amazon for thirty four <laughs> yeah. bucks, whatever. Um, we're all we're all on the same level. All the musicians, if everybody's following the rules or whatever, social distancing. We're all at home in our home studios. We're all trying to stay creative as possible while keeping our mental health popping while taking care of families. And one thing I gotta add is that we've been all you know. Um, not at work, not at schools, not at church. So as a father, I've had to be a teacher as well as my, as the father, but as well as like making sure my kids stay spiritually fed then you dig it. Like, um, we as dads have the roles of being now fathers, teachers, um, as well as, you know, our, um, shepherds, you know what I'm saying? Like the, the kids aren't necessarily at the children's church. Like they're normally used to, we're watching videos online, but you know, that's not necessarily enough for little kids. They got to constantly be, you know, being molded, being shaped. So I continue to, as uh, along with my wife, you know, continue to always share the love of Jesus with my kids constantly have praise and worship music on constantly reminding them that Jesus loves them, that daddy loves them. Um, not only daddy loves them, but their daddy in heaven loves them. I make it a point to do that. Daddies make sure to always point to heaven and let them know they have a daddy in heaven and always make that part of the culture that you're instilling in your kids. Um, that they know that there's somebody above that, that really cares about them and he's our Lord and savior. I always tell them, I pray with them at night. Um, and just like, you know, keeping them covered in this mm-hmm. time, Dan, you know what it is. You got children, you're a great dad. Um, and that's, you know, just, some yeah, little I mean, and that's right not there. a bad thing to do like a life habit to have anyways. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I like it, man. It feels, yeah, it feels yeah. good. Yeah. I mean, even, even if for all my people out here who, who about vibes and feels be like, listen, yeah. it feels good. It, it does. Even at even at surface level, it just feels comfortable. It feels like something you'd want your kid to do. Um, but besides that, I'm on a spiritual level. It's something that I know we're on. Yeah, we're I, I definitely, uh, again, like, you know, I, I think that there's a lot of good that we can learn. I mean, I, I find I'm I'm more now more than ever exposed to like when I ignore my kids or when I'm impatient with them or, you know, whatever, or when they just like annoy me. It hurts. Yes, it yeah, hurts. Man. Right then. Yeah. 
And it's yeah. it's good though because I'm still a human and I'm still going to get annoyed at them. They're yes, little sir. they're small humans who will dude, for like a week straight every single day my son would wake me up and yeah. say, "Daddy, can we play Legos?" <laughs> as soon as I woke yeah. up, can we play Legos? And then I'd be like, "Pax, I'm yeah, waking we- up. Okay, okay. Can we play Legos now?" <laughs> Yeah, they'll pull up. They'll pull up. <laughs> bro, you need to pull up in the yard, bro. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. They keep going, man. They yeah, go they hard do. too, man. I learned to love them. I learned to love them through all the through all yeah, the different of intensity, levels. Bro, if it <laughs> I could never hit the paint like my kid does, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, my my son's my son's uh, a super, he gets super excited over his gaming. He I'm going to get him set up with a Twitch channel. He's really legendary, I promise you guys. Will, you you'll see Santino have his Twitch channel soon. His talk game, his talk game is legendary. Uh-oh. He's, his talk game uh game is legendary on the Twitch. He's killing it when he's gaming his his Mario games. Um he's mastered a bunch of uh Mario games and he does it in like 2 days, man. He's like a legit gamer. I'm nurturing it a bit. I'm keeping my eye on it. I'm making sure everything's dope, but uh, but I'm also knowing that e-gaming and gaming is a is a thing yeah, that we totally. do now, and so he's re- he's really good at it, dude. Really I think there it. was like, I mean, I, I can Google this because I have a computer in front of me, and I'm gonna but off off the top nice. of my head, I'm pretty sure Fortnite was like in the billions of the industry. Absolutely, the kid, the young kid, won three million. In the contest. Oh my gosh! Seventeen-year-old kid won three million in the Fortnite championship, like you know, a year ago or seven months ago. There, that's why my son plays Fortnite too. He's killing them. Like, come dude, on, dude. All right, buddy. this is this is a, this is an old <laughs> stat. I tell you what, this this will get you putting like giving giving Santino back rubs while he's playing Fortnite. You're gonna get him all pumped up. <laughs> Yo, I'm told him I'm gonna take him. I'm gonna take him to his meetings, to, to his games, to his competitions. I'm gonna buy him pizza, whatever you need. Living like a king, eating pizza. <laughs> Dude, yeah. according to analytics from uh, Super Data, Fortnite 2018 revenue came to 2.4 billion. The, that it's in there. Uh, it, <laughs> uh, out it's of their total, 1.109.8 billion dollars of income. 2.4. That's crazy. That's like a person. There's careers. There's career making jobs every day. That thing is like, it's it's a it's a huge uh, wave of that has swept the nation. Obviously, they've been gaming for years. But what I'm saying, so many jobs are being created yeah. through e-gaming, totally. through esports. All right, dude. So this is this isn't obviously like uh, a situation that we're in. But let's pretend like hip hop, writing, all that stuff, like the social club. None of that. None of that happened. But you had to choose another job of like equal or greater success. Like dude, world renowned for doing this thing. What would that thing be? Um, off the top of my head, but it, you know, quickly rolls off my tongue. I'd like to say, Oh, acting. cool. All right. Yeah. I've had a chance to do a little bit and like, I'm friends with a super dope director. Shout out to my brother, Ryan Lamar. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, I have the acting bug, and there's a couple projects that you know pre, pre COVID, I was getting ready to work on this year, as well as you know the um the movie about my life that I'm working oh, on cool. with him as well. Did you have experience doing any acting before, like the things you literally just mentioned, or you know what it is? Uh, I'm a pastor's son, so growing up in church, we did all the skits. 
all the plays. Uh, okay. I, I mean, I guess that's probably where I got my chops. I was always on stage, and then I was in the marching band. And so I've always been performing. I would think that um, that probably played a heavy role in my confidence totally. and, you know, wanting to act, you know, spinning off. Well, and that's like, it's funny, too, how, like, acting and music are so, especially if you perform live, right? Like, touring and doing shows, like, those are so close hand-in-hand, hand, I would say, in regards to uh, the personal skill set because like you have to be able to energize a room if it's 50 people 5,000 people doesn't matter you still have to like connect and in the same way like with acting right you need to convey and connect with somebody you probably can't even see right if it's in front of a camera <laughs> absolutely man you gotta like keep them engaged you gotta find a way to stand out you gotta find a way to make them know uh that they're watching you, you grab their attention and hold them. You know, that's the, that's the magic, you know, if you want to use that word of acting, you know, um, you take, you take a script that's set to you and you make it yours and you become the character. Um, And so it's been fun, you know, learning and just kind of being around some cool dudes like Don Benjamin and a bunch of other dope dudes that, um, that I was introduced uh, just being around in in California and kind of getting my chops in, man. Yeah. You said something, that I think is interesting. You get them and you hold them. What are like, what are some performers and it, it could be acting, but I'm thinking music like live that if you, that you've seen that you felt like held you. Um, give me, give me context again. Okay. So like you made the statement, like in regards to performing, you're like, uh, when the, the magic of someone holding you, right? Like being able to hold your attention. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Who's who's like an artist that you've seen perform that like that holds my attention? Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's a cool question. Um, um, let me see. A artist that I think is dope. You know, for the most part. Um, fun fact: I'm a big like talk radio and kind of like Christian radio talk radio dude. Okay. Um, but uh, those things really grab my attention. You know. Um, and lately I've been really podcasting and listening to podcasts lately, but I, as you know what, I don't know. That's a tough question right now. But like in your childhood, you know, like you saw like, Oh yeah. You know what? In my childhood, I mean, wow. You know what? Like as far as, as far as musician, right? Like I I saw the band Norma Jean when I was in like my young. Yeah. 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 You know, somebody who held my attention. Uh, was the notorious B.I.G. Oh, shit. Uh, you saw him? Biggie, Biggie Smalls was my favorite. Uh, definitely top five. Definitely Sick. definitely top five. Um, another rapper that had my attention, soul divided attention, was uh, Cameron. Uh, loved him a lot. Super dope. Crazy vocab. Um, crazy with the flow. Vocal tone was crazy, too. Um... Yeah, and like Jay Z, like Jay Z, Biggie, Nas, Cameron, Big Pun. Yeah, you know, dudes. top five. You know, and you can go to the locks and the whole locks. I love all three of them. You know what I'm saying? But those those are the main rappers that molded me. You know what I mean? For the most part, like you, you could probably if there wasn't playlisting then, but I would have all those CDs in the front sleeve. Remember the <laughs> sleeve then? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, they're in my first. You know, my first five CDs are, are, you know, my top five. You got duplicates in the visor of your car. (laughs) Let's go. In case one scratch. Yep. We got one to match. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) 
that's a sick t-shirt bro yo we're gonna work on that we got receipts that we created it on this show let's go <laughs> if i love scratch, it you got one to match i love it ah! oh my gosh what a killer sentiment too like dude how thick was your cd book dude i ain't gonna lie man uh r.i.p to the cd book i had a i had a car accident when I was a young kid, it was like 1999. Okay. I crashed my, uh, actually 2000, 2000, 2005. No, no, no. 2000, 2001, I think. I crashed my Honda. I had a Honda Accord. Okay. Or 1999. Um, I got to really like think about it. Yeah. But I had the illest, I had the craziest disc book. And it was like thick. It was crazy. Full of all the best CDs, all the burnt CDs from from Kazaa, LimeWire. Damn. Um, come on. It was the best. It was like a 60-page, crazy four-story wow. CD book. It's and probably I like 100 pounds. It. I lost it in the car accident. You no. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that really set me back because I had a lot of great memories, a lot of, of uh, like, young CDs of me when I started rapping. I'd keep them in there. And, Damn. you know, just dope instrumentals from, from producers that I could never, that maybe are not around anymore or just, you know, just... Yeah. crazy stuff that we made in that era that I would have yeah. loved to have now for a time like this, you know, to reminisce. Yeah. That's, oh man. Yeah. That's but the thing. CD book was legendary guys. Google it. Google it. Dude. Please. Well, okay. So, uh, my mother-in-law sent packs, a little boom box as a CD player in it. Yeah. And so I found my old CD book and like, I remember the first time, like, I mean, a couple months ago, I was thumbing through it and I was just like, it's crazy. The tangible, like touching a CD is so, not a thing anymore that when i was doing it i was like oh whoa like having memories with the cd book it's so silly but like you when you say like the the first the first sleeve it's like yeah in that book there's like 20 slots for cd yeah let's go yeah my 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 caddy doesn't even have a cd player man i was like yo what are you why are you guys trying to rush like why are you guys like rushing the future like it's here it's coming all right give me the cd (laughs) player like put underneath the seat (laughs) <laughs> I can't get nothing. It's gone. It's stream, stream, stream. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's definitely. I'm not mad. I just wish it was there. I got some CDs I'd like to play. Do you, you, do you don't find that bittersweet at all? Like being as it at being that you were in the CD era. Say it again real fast. Like you don't, you don't like, do you think like, not do you think, but do you find it a little bittersweet at all that, the CD is like a thing of the past now since you nah, grew up. Nah, I don't care about it. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, like, yo, I'm going to be honest, man. I thought it was dope. It's dope for the fans. And every time, you know, I drop or, um, you know, me and Marty drop, you know what I'm saying? We always, you know, pick up a couple physical CDs here and there. You know what I'm saying? Just to kind of keep that tradition alive. And I'm sure even now um, I'd like to add to the table that we might, you know, make some vinyl and make some cassette tapes too, you know, just because, you yeah. know, that culture kind of picked up a bit. Like there, it like did. People, you know what I mean? The people really but I picked think, up like, about it. I love that. Cassette, but cassettes and vinyls are different than CDs. Though, I have a cassette tape player right now. I can't, I need some, I need some cassette tapes. Please, anybody who listens to this podcast or Dan, please send me some cassette tapes. Um, if you're, if you're a, uh, a person who makes music, but loves and is freaked out by vintage and you're making these tapes and your arts on tape, let me have them. I want to play them on my, on my Walkman. <laughs> dude, wait, it's a Walkman? I have a Walkman, dude. Bro. Listen, Dan, dude, I'm going to take like the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Like, I have like... the original silver Walkman, son. I bought it in a um thrift shop in Utah. 
in 2017 Damn. on the Andy Minial tour. Dude, Fr- friends you, and family tour. <laughs> every picture you post for the next month needs to have that thing slapped whop, right on your hip. You won't even, <laughs> dude. Oh my God, it's so fire. <laughs> How heavy is it? It's like 100 pounds. <laughs> nah, no, no, no. It's mad. It's not even that bad. It's, uh, I'll send you a picture. It's super slim, but it's fire, man. And I also have a CD Walkman as well, probably from 93. Oh, does it have anti skip? Yeah, anti skip, fully operational, man. <laughs> yeah. Bro, I feel like stuff from even just that, and that's not that long ago. But no like acid in the battery, 90s. in the battery compartments. Oh, very important. Dude. But I have a Game Boy that has been ruined by it. Oof. It's it. You, 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 you get some, you lose some. What, what are you going to do? That's, 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 that's I got a good theory about, about it. it. I'm, I'm all right. <laughs> Yo, but I, I do have I, a dope, like a boombox that has a CD uh, compartment on top and a, and a um, cassette player in the middle, like old school joint. But it's not even ooh, that old school. Yeah. It's just like made the cutoff. So it's like 2000 and like six. You know what I'm saying? It just yeah. made the, the last of them, you know? Dude, th- I mean, it's a pain I'm in the I ass it, when dude. we're talking about practicality it. speaking. Yeah, and I mean, it's like annoying to have all that. Obviously, it's not the most practical, but damn, it's cool. Like, just to even have to sift through CDs or whatever, it's so cool. it's, it's kind of fun. No, nah, when you do yeah. it, you feel good, man. It's it's a There's a feeling to it for us, especially, you know, since it's gone, every time we use it, we remember when we did. And it's just a feeling of nostalgia yeah. that you can't beat. Like, every now and again, I put a couple records on, like, damn, this is just so cool, dude. And um, when I put on a cassette or a CD, I'm telling my son, look, listen, this is how we listen to music. And he loves me to tell him stories about it because he's such a high-tech digital dude, man. Um, so it's been yeah, fun to yeah. pass traditions down from the 80s and late 70s and even early 90s and 90s, whatever, and pass them down. Yeah. Isn't that so weird to think about, though? Like, like kids now, our kids, yeah. whatever, are are growing up in an era where, like, I don't know, like an iPad passes for a book. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, like, yeah, I get it. It's uh, it's just the way it is, though, you know. And I and you got to figure out, you know, um, how that's gonna work because the world's not gonna shift back towards the pencil sharpener. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just, it's yeah. just not. And I had to realize that, you know, was I going to be like, oh, you're doing too much. You're, you're too long on the computer. You're too this on that. I'm like, listen, obviously there's boundaries. There's, there's screen time that we're doing. Um, but for the most part, you know, we're, they're not going back to the pencil that much. You know, it's going to be all yeah. touchless society, cashless society, all digital touch pads, all types of things. And Dude, how how broke off do you think our kids' handwriting is going to be in like five years? <laughs> Yo, I ain't gonna lie, man. Santino, like he's holding the pencil right. He's writing his name so beautifully. So I know, it, but I know I haven't used a pencil. I always feel ridiculous using a pen or a pencil. I, feel <laughs> I know, me ridiculous. Too. My handwriting is garbage. I'm like, you used to be good. Yeah, used to be I used so to write good. cursive, bro. bro. I was, like, we're cursive. We're kids from cursive, absolutely. <laughs> Oh, man. That sounds like a curse. Hey, that sounds like a dope there. album, The Kids from Cursive, or or a, or a band. Don't take go. it if you want cursive. it. We'll sell it. Nope. I'm getting the I'm get, I'm I'm getting the Go Daddy right now, dude. You're the <laughs> Go Daddy. Jeez, bro, deep cuts, Woo. man. <laughs> All right, hold on. Let me go and ask Yves. Yo, hey, hey, listen, I, hey, I gotta <laughs> interject abruptly right now. Some kid that um that I fo- that I follow <laughs> on Twitter, dude, like. He put up a thing, and I'm like, what is this? And I click on it, and I'm like, 
it's a my it's like a MySpace, but I MySpace is defunct, right? So I say I have to say this. He had they made a MySpace clone of MySpace, and you could sign up and make a no. MySpace page and everything with a top eight with a everything, put the codes like it used to be. Um, the people wrote a little credence on the bottom. They're like, look. We don't um we're not gonna do anything with your data. We just made this for the love. We hope you love it. Whatever. That's it. It's like a clone of MySpace. Uh, and it exists just like it was. You could put your music up, you could put your friends, and whoever um signs up on this clone MySpace is in that network. It's huh. nuts. I'll send it to you. You'll freak out. I mean, I'm like looking at MySpace.com right is now. Is it defunct or no? I, I mean, I don't know what I'm looking at. I'm not even gonna front. <laughs> Okay, yeah, because the it kids looks like a made... blog. Go. No, I'm just saying it looks like a blog. Like a blog, right? Yeah. Yeah, Weird. I don't know. I yeah, but I'm gonna send you the link of that thing. It's it's freaking crazy, dude. Like they cloned it and does it so it anyway. has like the No, you good. It has like the top six and all that. No, stuff? it doesn't. Yeah. I was just like uh, random to just even mention it, but I'm like, how's this kid on MySpace? I thought it went away. And he had it fully going. He's got yeah. friends on there. I'm like, they're living on there. They went back to the future. <laughs> they, they literally time traveled and are in a network that is no longer existing. It's incredible. No, no. Listen, I, I was saying, I'm like, yo, they literally <laughs> went back to the future. They are literally uh, are allowed to live in the past on a network that no longer exists. But it is it is existing in real time, right in front of our <laughs> eyes. I don't even know how it's happening. It's an ulterior, uh, it, alternative universe. Yeah. Nah, Some but it's very, super very fire. These kids, are, these kids are coding like crazy, me? dude. It's super <laughs> impressive that they do stuff like this. Yeah, that is insane, dude. Who did who? Oh are man, your top my buddies, man, my, my buddies, days. and just you know, probably like my girl or a girl I was into or whatever. <laughs> And then you not you had the codes <laughs> to make like top one hundred, top sixteen. Hey, th- did you ever think about this? Let me make this point. I know I've been like rambling all over the place, but this is a this is a good point. Like, um, ah, on MySpace, we were learning how to code, kind of like we were using all kinds. And like, why why would we go to yeah. like Twitter, Facebook, and stuff that we don't have to do anything? They like we were learning stuff. We were pulling codes. We were like, you know, installing this stuff. I'm like, how could that be the bad oh, yeah. thing? And that went away. And then all of a sudden, all we got to do is just Twitter type words or Instagram load a picture. Like, yo, that's no skills. That's like, dude. Honestly, I have no idea. I remember when Facebook became a thing. Remember you had? Yeah, they were like, yeah, they were just like uh, a network for like their college to like rate rate how the girls looked. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was dumb as hell. I was like, what's this And for? now he owns the world. What do you do? I didn't get it at all. That nah. Mark Zuckerberg son of... I'm kidding. <laughs> Anyways, dude, we've been at this for a second. Listen, how man, shout out to everybody that's paying attention up, to my boy Dan Diaz's podcast. It's nothing but an honor and a privilege to be on here with him. Um, you know, yeah. You know, we could wrap it up. It's, it, it, was a great, it was a great time rambling on with you. Thanks, man. If anybody got any valuable, dude. it'll be that they'll just have some good background talking while they cook. You know, uh, and bake cookies. And we, we, you'll have vocals. You'll just have vocals. We didn't say anything, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, before we bounce, listen, man. I'm on Twitter at Follow Fern. I'm on Instagram at Fernie underscore SC, 
and that's for Social Club. Shout out to my brother Marty. Shout out to everybody that shows love to our band, Social Club Misfits. Also follow Social Club Misfits on every platform. Uh, we got a lot of dope music and follow Dan because he's super dope. I met him on an airplane. He had a switch. He introduced me to the switch. And now my son is on the switch and he's a super legendary gamer. So, uh, yeah. Wait I, didn't a have a switch I introduced you time. to the switch. Yeah. You... Mm, Absolutely, this is what bro. World Shout out blood. Southwest Airlines <laughs> on the on the connect. Southwest Airlines. Dude, yeah, man. I had a great Dude, time, so bro. Much, thank man. you. Anytime, man. Let's do a part six, part seven, and then maybe we'll write some uh, uh, some narratives down and, and, and we'll explore some other things. Thank you, bro. Yeah, 